0: Hello everyone, how, how is your day going? Uh, regardless if it is not as good as you want it to be, I'm here to bring you yet another episode of One Man, One Mic, No Filter to give you something good to listen to and hopefully make your day a little bit better. Who knows? I'm El Romano, of course, and today we're going to be talking about something that's been creating a huge buzz in the past week, especially in the, in the world of sports uh, here in America. And, of course, I'm talking about Antonio Brown's I'm saying Brown, Antonio Brown's sudden departure from the Buccaneers. So, as many people know, about a week and a half ago, not, not this Sunday, but, you know, the, the, sun, the previous Sunday before that, during the Bucks and Jets game, Brown took off his jersey, then threw both his undershirt and his gloves into the crowd and left the game. In the post-game press conference, Head coach Bruce Arian stated that Brown was, quote, no longer a buck, although he wouldn't be officially released until like three or four days after the incident. So now in the days that have followed the controversial exit, Brown has come forth with his side of the story saying that he felt that his ankle was injured and said, I, be- I believe he said he was out, or like, like, like his his ankle was out of it ever since week six and told Arians that he didn't want to go back in the game and risk further damage. Arians thought uh, otherwise and said, uh, this is uh, according to either Brown or news sources saying, wait, no, 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 no. This was in the press conference. Arians said, if you won't go out there, you can't be here. But he said that he does not recall any mention of any injury that Brown may have potentially had. And that's when he decided to just leave the game now following this incident, many sports and broadcasters and football fans alike for, for that matter, football fans alike, uh, they truly believe that Brown's career is over. And I have to personally agree with them on that because this man has had, he's been given like three, four different chances and has completely burned at the bridge with every team he's been a part of, which is the Steelers the Patriots, but uh, no, hold on. Sorry, in order, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Patriots, and now the Buccaneers. As a matter of fact, let's go over the, the specifics. Hold on. Uh, I'm sure you guys have um, know who John Boy is. Let's uh, take a look at the video, like see what he has to say, uh, like regarding his um, uh, run-ins with the law, because that's what makes Antonio Brown such like a such a liability now such a liability, not just his antics on the field, but more so just his antics off the field and just his personal attitude. So. If he's not a lefty, he just throws shirts only lefty or something like that. I don't know. Meanwhile, Antonio Brown, he's got, you know, kind of a long record of doing wild and interesting and bizarre stuff. So it didn't. Right. Has a lot of surprise, but then – Okay, well, well before we continue on with that, let me let me mute this. So um uh, when he said um uh, he's had like a long list of um stuff on his resume. Let me see there's this is um I believe on Twitter from Field Yates it's, it's it's quote it's been an eventful last 3 years for Antonio Brown. Look at the several notable incidents via at ESPN stats info. Okay, so here we go. Antonio Brown's timeline in the last three years. In December 2018, deactivated for Steelers' Week 17 game after reportedly throwing a ball at at a teammate in practice. February of 2019, meets with Steelers owner Art Rooney II, says both sides agree to move on. March 2019, traded by Steelers to Raiders for third and fifth round picks. July of 2019, placed on non-football injury list, uh, apparently – more specifically, frostbite on free from Cairo from cryotherapy. August 2019, missed Raiders training camp practices due to helmet grievances. September 7th, 2019, released from Raiders after Instagram post asking for his release. Two days later, signed a one-year deal worth up to 15 million with the Patriots. September 10th through 16th, former trainer Britt. Brittany Taylor accuses Brown of sexual assault, while Sports Illustrated article reported second incident of sexual misconduct. September, uh, let's see, literally 11 days after being signed, uh, he is released by the Patriots on September 20th. September 20th, January 22nd, 2020, Brown charged with felony burglary with battery and two misdemeanors for incident with Moving Truck Company, pleaded no contest, and did not receive jail time. July 31st, Brown suspended eight games for multiple violations of NFL's personal conduct policy. October 27th, Brown, Brown signs one-year contract with Buccaneers, February 7th, 2021, catches five pass, passes, including a touchdown as the Buccaneers win. Super Bowl 55, May 25th, resigns with Buccaneers, December tw- 2nd, Suspended for three games for violating NFL, NFPA, COVID-19 protocols. The league and Players Union found that Brown was among three players who misrepresented their vaccination statuses. And now, January 2nd of this year, takes equipment off and runs off-field during game at Jets. Jets, And Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians says he is no longer a Buck. So that is his entire uh, his timeline throughout the last uh, three years, but then there's more to this story. Let me just unmute it again. Surprise, but then you find out that he had a lot of incentives, eight more catches to unlock 333 grand, 55 more receiving yards to unlock another, one receiving touchdown to unlock another. He was going to get a million dollars if he just played the rest of this game and next as Well, but he didn't. So people are like, "Is that why he was mad?" Is that-? So yeah, a million dollars just to play the rest of that game and the next week. Like if it wasn't going to, if it wasn't going to be completed by the end of this game, it was definitely definitely going to be completed next week. So you wonder, like, even if let's say that he just does it, uh, that before the end of the season, he still has this temp- meltdown or te- or temper tantrum can you just wait until like like the wild card or like the divisional playoffs should the buccaneers make it because like at the same time like like just try to collect as much money as possible and uh, before you decide that it's time to quit and then you and then you walk off like like that's uh, that's like qu- quit quitting class 101 you try to take as much money as possible wait until that big bonus is Firmly within your hands, and then you walk off. Okay, so that was pretty dumb on his part as well. So then, let me see. So so that should be like a big scoop on who Antonio Brown is beyond the field, like all of his I'm a different uh, just like it, it, like j- just run-ins with the law and it, like, just controversial situations. So so now this scenario puts the Bucks in a tight situation because. I mean, they they played Weeks 18, and they won, but uh, and I didn't watch the game, but I don't think that they still have a wide receiver that has, or that at least was nowhere near, the talent of Antonio Brown. And just a few days after the incident, I think maybe like a day or two after the incident, wait, 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 no, 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 no. About like three or four days, Brown went on the full scent podcast, full send podcast and went on to this Tom Brady saying that even though that he stayed in his house I think maybe two times I know he stayed in with stayed in stayed in his house when he was signing with the Pats but maybe with the Buccaneers so maybe twice but I do know for one at least one time he was in his house he said dude I didn't need to be in Tom Brady's house I have my own houses I'm AB so then if that's like I got my own money so if that's the case then why didn't you buy your own freaking house like you sound like a dumbass right there. Uh, and it says why he ripped off his uniform when he walked out. He's uh, and he said, i uh, Again, he said that he told Bruce Arians that he was injured, and he said, like, "Like, dude, like we're not resting. We're we're not resting for the playoffs here." And he said, "Well, you know what? If that's what Bruce Arians told Antonio Brown, according to Brown, saying, that, you know, we're not resting for the playoffs." He said, well, you know what, if you're not going to respect the fact that I am injured and don't feel like I can play, then you know what, like like F you, I'm going to rip, I, and, I, and I don't want to be wearing, like, your, your logo and anything like that. So that's when he ripped off, you know, like his helmet, his pads, and his jersey, and then he said, in the heat of the moment, I decided to rip off my shirt and my, uh, and my gloves and I pieced out and like the, the crowd was into it and that's why I was like yeah like yeah I was encouraging them to to cheer me on some more and then that's when I left. And then he addressed his the rumors and his personal opinions about CTE and uh with that he was talking about shoot, I, I don't know. Some guy who passed away in February of last year. So about we're coming up on like eleven months to to the day he passed and he played for the buccaneers the and played a total number of the same total number of seasons that brown has played and he has actually once died for, from cte and brown said like how do like how the heck do people would people um know if i have cte when when people who are diagnosed with cte they're already passed away so how the heck are, are would you know that and like and while people are people who are dead um are uh, are being diagnosed with CTE. I'm still here. I'm still alive and kicking putting up like the best stats anyone has ever seen from any wide receiver in recent years. So so you know just like ego stroking essentially. And uh finally he talked about what's next for his career. He said, "You know, I'm willing to play it's like I'm willing to put in the work for whatever team comes calling to me." And uh but yeah, like, like as far as the Bucks are, are concerned, I'm I'm pretty much done with them. But the thing is, like, 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 like that's that's the main problem. I don't think any other team wants to have him. So I think his career's over. Like I said before, he's like he's 33 years old. He still has like some prime left in him. Uh, who can Of course, he has a bunch of prime left in him. Like we're talking, like the NFL has quarterbacks that are in that are either in their mid 40s, Tom Brady, or about to be in their 40s. Um, that um Ben Roth. Roethlistenberger, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, for the Steelers, and Aaron Rodgers for the uh, for the Packers. So, which leads to a very weird yet awesome potential follow-up to all of this, and in the sense that, of all people, ter- 48-year-old Terrell Owens has entered the conversation and says, quote, he knows he can replace Antonio Brown and that the Bucks should give him a call to try out for the team. Now, the thing that makes this interesting is... While he is along the age of fifty, it's been over a decade since he last ran a play in the NFL, and that was in two thousand ten with the Cincinnati Bengals, okay? But the thing is he competed fifteen total seasons in the league before deciding to call it quits. And regard it, and regardless of what you think of him, there's no denying that he left a legacy that very few players ever have a chance of measuring up to and he could back up everything he said on the field like like you could love him you could hate him but there's no denying he was one of the best at what he did and most of all despite his fantastic ability he has never won a championship like he played in the super bowl and we'll get to that a little bit later but he never has won he's never won the big one okay and i personally would love to see him get what i think is long overdue in that championship and according to him he stayed in shape throughout his retirement tenure and has continued to practice running routes in case any team is willing to give him a call. I mean, they like like this is only one of three men to ever be a first team all proler with three different teams, when he was with the 49ers, the Eagles and the Cowboys. And there's only the third man in history to achieve 150 touchdown receptions, you know, after Jerry, Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. And it is, it really takes me off how people compare Brown with Owens when Owens has never had any encounters with the law off the field like Brown. And, and, and you know, like, yes, they've like, they have both had some rather unsportsmanlike behavior on the field, which personally, and in both men's case, I don't have a problem with because well, when they do something that's like rather like, like, like I wouldn't say inappropriate, but just like, uh, again, unsportsmanlike, but like that stuff is like so much, wow. Like that's, that stuff is fun, and, and, and it improves the entertainment portion of the game. Like, for example, Terrell Owens' best celebration was when he uh, – I think it's called stargazing, but I'm not sure. But basically his cel- his celebration uh, in 2000 on the Dallas Cowboys star kit because that's something that will live in infamy forever, okay? And then uh, and Antonio Brown, like in, when it comes to like touchdown. Celebrations. He once did like a random twerking, and he was like fine fifty thousand bucks. But it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Uh, So I, like I said, I don't have a problem with that. But besides that, Terrell Owens has always left it out on the field whether he was one hundred percent or not. And speaking of which, I mentioned uh, vaguely how he was once in the Super Bowl. Antonio Antonio Brown was, like I said, complaining about an ankle injury, which. I'm not sure it's legit or not. Again, but regardless of if it is or not, Terrell Owens can't be put on in that same category when complaining about an injury because he played in the Super Bowl with a broken leg and signed a waiver to ins- um, for the Eagles to ensure that they would not be the, that their organization would not be responsible if anything happened to him. So if that doesn't show will and determination, I I seriously do not know what does. So. That's why I would want Terrell to come back for one last hit in the NFL to give him proper closure on his career and get the ring that he's deserved for decades now. And with Tom Brady and the Bucks, if he is to actually go with them, I'd say that the odds will be heavily in his favor. So, uh, and as for Antonio Brown, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Shannon, Shannon speaks at best here. Let me just um, uh, pull up one more clip regarding his opinion on Brown and what he thinks of the rest of Brown's career and all that stuff. Missing no meetings, missing no practice, misbehaving in New England. AB, your resume is checking, bro. You see what happened in Pittsburgh? You see what happened in Oakland? You see what happened in New England? And now this. So, Skip, I'm not surprised. I don't think anybody's surprised. This is the way AB behaves. AB is the child, Skip. You're giving him cookies. You're giving him ice cream. You're giving him candy. The moment you say you can't have one of those three things, he throws a tantrum. The moment A.B. can't get his way, this is what he does. Mm. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people would agree with that because, uh, I mean, I don't know, just especially like like this isn't even like, like the worst thing. I mean, I mean, it's definitely the most dramatic thing, but I feel like it's not the most surprising thing. I feel like the most surprising thing has to be, like, with the Steelers because he was with them for so long. And then that's eventually when they said, okay, like, you know what? Uh, we're done with you because that was the start of, like, the downward spiral essentially for Antonio Brown. And the thing is he wouldn't even – at least he could – if his career is done, at least he could say that he is – um. That he retired as a defending Super Bowl champion, and if his career does go down the toilet along with his lifestyle, then he can at least sell that and make like 50000 bucks on that. And, and like it's just it, it boggles my mind that someone that talented could literally just throw all of like throw all of that away because they can't keep their temper in check. So whatever Brown decides to do afterwards, that's up to him. But for now, uh, I would like to see what Terrell Owens, um, what he can bring to the table if they do decide to call him. And uh, uh, I, like, like after this podcast is over, I want, I'm going to be heavily on the story and see if there's going to be any follow-up to this. I'm going to be checking YouTube. I'm going to be checking new sports news um uh, sites and all that stuff. So, that's it for this episode. I can't wait to see what happens. Like I said, next with the story. And hopefully it ends with TO being in the Super Bowl once again and this time actually winning. But we'll have to wait and see. Until next time, I'm El Romano and this bit and mumbling my own outro. Until next time, I'm El Romano and this is this has been one man, one mic, no filter.